pain has reached epidemic proportions in America. I'm Dr. Paul Christo. This is Aches and Gains. Dr. Paul Christo is one of America's leading experts on relieving pain. He's board-certified, Harvard-trained, and a pain medicine specialist at Johns Hopkins. U.S. News & World Report ranks him as a top doctor and among the top 1% in the nation for pain management. Becker's Review selected him as one of the 70 best pain management physicians in America. He's listed as a super doctor for the Washington, D.C., Baltimore, Northern Virginia area. Aches and Gains is a weekly talk show covering all aspects of pain and pain relief. The human impact is real. Older adults, children, and even infants struggle to cope with pain. But there's hope, and there are treatments that can ease pain and suffering. The show offers compelling stories about people who've found relief. We share cutting-edge treatments from contributing experts, and we offer ways to help people cope with their pain. Welcome to the show. Stem cells have the ability of self-renewal. They can be used to replace cells that have been lost or destroyed, or to change the behavior of other cells. There are different types. Some are derived from human embryos or from tissues like the skin in the adult. Others can be created in a mature cell of the adult. In recent years, stem cell therapy has been a topic of great interest for health, diseases, and biomedical research into regenerative medicine. For example, hematologic conditions, burn therapy, bone grafting, and corneal transplants are all current uses of stem cell therapy. In fact, stem cells have been used clinically since the 1960s in the form of bone marrow transplants to treat leukemia. Using stem cells can offer solutions for treating painful conditions such as bone and cartilage defects, osteoarthritis, tendon and ligament injuries, and maybe even nerve damage. Some clinics are even injecting stem cells into degenerative discs of the spine. Although it's too early to say, stem cells may have the capacity to control not only the symptoms of chronic pain, but act to modify the disease itself. Our first guest, Dean Scarpa, is an engineer and business owner. After sustaining a high-grade tear of the anterior cruciate ligament and injuring the medial cruciate ligament and meniscus of his right knee, he decided on stem cell therapy. Three months later, he felt like he had found the fountain of youth for his joints. Sports medicine specialist Dr. Brian Scheipel then details the capacity of stem cells to heal a range of musculoskeletal, disc, and even nerve injuries. Aches and Gains is supported by Medtronic, Purdue Pharma, Teva Pharmaceuticals, Millennium Laboratories, My Life Patient Program, and DC2 Healthcare, and The Pain Community. For live online listening to Aches and Gains, please go to paulchristomd.com. To access podcasts of the show, please go to paulchristomd.com. Dean Scarpa is a healthy 57-year-old snow skier and athlete. He also water skis, plays basketball, and golfs. Everything came to a halt, though, after he severely injured the tissues in his right knee. Let's discover more about what happened and how he used stem cell therapy to restore the damaged parts of his knee. Dean, welcome back to Aches and Games. Thank you, doctor. In part one... We talked about your snow skiing accident in which you damaged three different parts of your knee. It really limited your life. And although the orthopedist recommended arthroscopy, you opted for stem cell therapy because it was non-invasive and offered the promise of regrowing the damaged tissues in your knee. Now take us through the actual process of what happened. The first visit entailed extracting blood from my arm, I believe it's 60 cc's. Mm -hmm. They um, process it in their in-office lab. The doctor, through uh, ultrasound guidance and a fluoroscope, injected my knee 
in the various areas, the MCL, the ACL, mm-hmm. and the meniscus with that mix. And I must say, there was some pain in the, uh, <laughs> in the first procedure. Uh-huh. About an hour after the injection, uh, my knee was, uh, it was rather painful. But fortunately, that was temporary. PRP is short for platelet-rich plasma, and that's a concentrated source of platelets and growth factors that are removed from our own blood. And then, in this case, Dr. Scheipel injected that into your affected knee. Now, Dean, what was part two of the procedure? The bone marrow stem cell extraction and injection into my knee, Uh uh, in which they drilled tiny holes in my hip bone and extracted the stem cells, and then they took it to their in-house lab to uh, complete their formula. And then through the fluoroscope, he injected precisely into my ACL. Okay, now how much time lapsed between step one, where he drew blood and then injected the PRP, and then step two, where he injected the stem cells? Um, only about a week and a half. And Dean, did the bone marrow aspirate hurt? Um, it's uncomfortable, but for only a couple of minutes. And then about a week and a half later, I did a follow-up treatment, which uh, he extracted blood from my arm, and he did another series of injections using the, uh, the ultrasound device mm-hmm. to pinpoint the MCL, ACL, and the uh, meniscus. Okay, after the three-step process of treatment then, what was the post-procedure protocol like? The first three days, you just limit your activity. You can walk, but don't do much. Uh, up until the second week, you can walk for an hour a day. Up until the sixth week, you can walk hard, but you know, you don't want high impact sports. But after the sixth week, I was allowed to uh, add 20% per week. Within 12 weeks, I was pretty much given the green light to uh, resume my normal activity. You then followed up with Dr. Scheipel three months after your last treatment, and I think he performed an ultrasound at that point. What did he say? The ACL and MCL uh, and meniscus, he had told me that... um, they were healing great, and that um, the procedure, uh, in his eyes, was, was, was working beautifully. Well, that's fantastic. Now, did you do anything else? In preparation, the doctor gave me a form and said, cut out sugar, reduce calories, mm-hmm. lift heavy weights, and take supplements, which um, the Regenex, they have what they call an advanced stem cell support formula. I stopped eating pasta. I, I lost 12 pounds. My strength went way up. And to this day, I feel much healthier. That's terrific. You know, we've done a couple of shows on the importance of nutrition in fighting pain, and the results, like yours, can be life-changing. Now, Dean, did you have any side effects from the treatments? None whatsoever. Wow, that's impressive. Now, when did you feel like, gosh, this treatment has made a difference in my life? Well, I was golfing a lot, and I walked the course a lot. And I noticed one day, less than three months later, right after the doctor visit where he gave me his announcement that everything looked great, Mm -hmm. I remember jumping over a stream to grab my golf ball. (laughs) At that point, I had jumped on my bad leg, 
and I went, wow, this is just awesome. It worked beautifully. Now, that's very different from the period of time after your knee injury when you said that all you could do was to go to work and come home. You couldn't play any sports, and really you didn't socialize with anybody else either. Now, Dean, how long has it been since the stem cell treatment? A year and a month out of it. I did go back to uh, Jackson Hole, Wyoming, and I skied this past March. And how was that? I skied probably as hard or harder than I ever skied in my life there. And your knees? Honestly, doctor, my knees feel like I'm 25 years old. I can run with my son and my knees feel very loose. They, they, well, they feel very lubricated and loose mm-hmm. and fast. It's alleviated any arthritis I had in my knee because when I used to sit down or bend down like in a squat position and get up, yeah. I could feel that arthritic pain, and it's, it's gone. Wow. I feel like I gained years of sports activity. I feel like I found the fountain of youth for my joints. Now that says it all. I think you had a follow-up MRI of your knee about nine months after the injury. What did that show? Yes, I did have a follow-up, and uh, I do believe that did indicate that everything was healed. Mm -hmm. My other knee had some arthritis in it, and I uh, had such a great result on my right knee that I had my left knee have a one-day injection. Within uh, a week, my arthritic pain there was gone and has not returned, and that knee feels great now as wow. well. Wow. Now, that, I think you said earlier, was platelet-rich plasma that was injected into the other knee. Also, it seems like the stem cells have really regenerated your ACL, MCL, and meniscus based on the MRI report. Based on your remarkable results and those of patients like yourself, I really wonder whether platelet-rich plasma therapy and stem cell therapy may someday be used as a performance enhancer for professional athletes. Dean, what was the cost of this therapy? The three-step procedure cost $7,000. And was it covered by insurance? No, it was not. And that's a significant amount of money out of pocket. Now, in your case, I know that you feel that it was fairly inexpensive compared to surgery and lost time from work and the cost of physical therapy. And finally, what's important for those in pain and really anybody to know about stem cell therapy? It's my blood and my stem cells into my own body, so I know my my body is okay with that. The procedures that were administered were tried many, many, many times, and um, the pain was was very minimal, only for literally minutes. I'm just elated that I found this option. I have too many friends that had ACL surgeries, friends with meniscus tears that have their meniscus cut out of their body. I mean, imagine that. The procedure is to cut your necessary tissue out of your body. How can that be better than growing your own tissue? That's an excellent question. And I think that as the research base improves and our clinical experience enhances, we'll use more biologic therapies compared to bionic therapies like knee replacements. Dean, I want to thank you so much for being here today on Aches and Gains. Thank you, doctor. Don't go away. Up next is Dr. Brian Scheipel, sports medicine specialist. I'm Dr. Paul Christo, and this is Aches and Gains. Aches and Gains is supported by Medtronic, a global leader in medical technology, alleviating pain, restoring health, and extending life for millions of people around the world. Visit tamethepain.com 
to learn about treatment options for chronic pain. Teva, the leading global pharmaceutical company committed to increasing access to high-quality health care by developing, producing, and marketing affordable generic medicines, as well as innovative and specialty pharmaceuticals. Millennium Health is a leading health solutions company that delivers accurate, timely, clinical actionable information to inform the right treatment decisions for each patient at the right time. Millennium offers a comprehensive suite of services to better tailor patient care. More information is available at www.millenniumhealth.com. My Life Patient Program and DC2 Healthcare, connecting patients to top physicians in the United States, reaching the highest standard of patient care through research patient programs and gains in overall health. For more information, please visit mylifepatientproject.com and dc2healthcare.com. Dr. Brian Scheipel is a sports medicine specialist with six years of experience using stem cell therapy. He's spoken at conferences and taught regenerative injection techniques both in the United States and in other countries. He's also written a book called Regenerative Healing for Life. Dr. Scheipel, welcome back to Aches and Gains. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Last time, we talked about the capacity of stem cells to repair lost or damaged cells uh, to differentiate into specific cells of the body, like cartilage cells and bone cells or tendon cells, and the safety of removing and then injecting mesenchymal and hematopoietic stem cells into the body. Now, Brian, it seems like we still need to better understand, though, how best stem cells should be given. That is, should they be given intravenously or or locally or as a local injection into the area of injury? And what's the proper dose? We're in the very infancy of figuring this all out. In some of the congestive heart failure studies, the initial thought was we have to put the dose right into the heart via a catheter during a heart catheterization, which is very specialized and somewhat risky procedure, mm-hmm. versus putting it in the IV, just a peripheral IV. And it turns out the results are pretty close to the same. Wow. Now, now by way of review, what you're doing is you're taking a bone marrow aspirate, which contains hematopoietic stem cells, and that bone marrow aspirate also contains a certain type of stem cell called the mesenchymal stem cell. You're purifying it and then injecting it into an injured area of the body. Now, the mesenchymal stem cells, as I mentioned, are a certain type of stem cell that are obtained from the fat, the muscle, and the bone, for example. And they can form colonies in tissue culture and then differentiate into specific cell types like uh, the bone cells, the cartilage cells, and the tendon cells. Now, Dr. Scheipel, it seems like there's variability, though, in the methods of obtaining, purifying, and culturing mesenchymal stem cells. There are multiple methods to influence the mesenchymal stem cell to get it to grow. We have a cultured stem cell clinic in our network down offshore in the Cayman Islands, so we have some experience working with cultured stem cells. And there are some patients where we cannot grow their stem cells in the lab because of some of the medications they're on, Mm -hmm. some of the the illnesses that they carry uh, makes it more difficult from patient to patient. Some of this has been worked out. So when we are with, we send a patient to the Caymans for a culture stem cell treatment, we are asking the patients to get off certain medications prior to going down there. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, they, they're able to uh, culture expand their cells and give them a good treatment. Now, Brian, for what conditions are you primarily using stem cell therapy? We're using stem cells for primarily arthritis, cartilage defects, larger tendon tears, um, for instance, a rotator cuff tear, mm-hmm. ligament tears, bone healing and fractures, 
we're putting it into the disc, into the intervertebral disc in the spine. There's some doctors are using it for nerve injury. Yeah. And that's very, very early and experimental, mm-hmm. and we're interested in that, but I uh, would like to see a little more research on that, especially the safety of it. Right. Now, among these, which respond the best to stem cell therapy? If we do 100 to 150 cases a year in my practice, um, most of them are arthritis cases. Mm-hmm. We get very good results in moderate to severe arthritis, If it's bone-on-bone, then the percentage of responders drops. Ideally, we want to catch them before they've lost all their cartilage, but we're getting good results in in stable cartilage tears like in the labrum and a meniscus. Mm -hmm. We're getting good results in partial ligament tears like in the ACL, partial tears of a rotator cuff. You know, say the rotator cuff is full thickness tear, what we call and uh, partially retracted, we're able to get those tears to heal without surgery. Wow, so you're really treating a broad array of conditions. Correct. I noticed on your website that you mentioned that you use stem cells for avascular necrosis of the hip, and that's uh, when the bone tissue dies from lack of blood supply. Tell us about that. We numb them up real good, and and we're able to put a needle inside the hip bone and then put the bone marrow and uh, growth factors in there, Mm -hmm. and that gives them very early, quick relief. It takes about a week for them to recover and the patients do pretty well. Uh, there's, and there's good research to support doing this, too. That's good news because there are many patients who suffer from avascular necrosis of the hip, for example, who require long-term steroids, and, and other patients that I've seen who have sickle cell disease who unfortunately also develop avascular necrosis of the hip who might benefit from stem cell therapy. Now, let's switch gears to neuropathic pain. This may be a way to repair the damaged nervous system, and research suggests that stem cells may have a pain-relieving effect that's separate from their regenerative effect. There was a preliminary report done on injecting autologous, that is, from the patient, him or herself, autologous mesenchymal stem cells from fat tissue in patients with trigeminal neuropathic pain, that's bad facial pain that starts usually at the ear and shoots toward the middle of the face. And in this study, there was a substantial reduction in pain when they followed patients at six months. And by the way, these cells were not injected into the nerve itself, but around the nerve. Have you done something like this? We have in isolated cases where there's really nothing else to offer them. We basically sit down and explain this to them and say we could try putting some stem cells around the damaged nerve and see what we get. Mm -hmm. And we're doing this with very precise needle placement around the nerve to try to free it up and coat the nerve with the stem cells. We're not purposely going into the nerve, although I I know a few colleagues that have and they've gotten good results, but we're not doing that yet. Mm -hmm. Um, But even just spreading the stem cells around the damaged nerve and freeing it up from an entrapment area uh, has given patients unexpected and tremendous pain relief. Now that's really encouraging. Have you wondered whether stem cells can be injected into muscles to treat muscle pain? We'll find out after the break. I'm Dr. Paul Christo, and you're listening to Aches and Gains. Aches and Gains is supported by The Pain Community, a web-based nonprofit created by people living with pain. Check out paincommunity.org for information, references, advocacy tools, and a premium section to securely interact with other members in forums and chat rooms. Purdue Pharma, making a positive impact on healthcare and on lives, reminding everyone to safeguard medications in their home. For cutting-edge treatments and resources, 
follow Dr. Paul Christo on Twitter or like Aches and Gains with Dr. Paul Christo on Facebook. We're here with Dr. Brian Scheipel, who's a sports medicine specialist with extensive experience in using stem cell therapy to reduce pain. Uh, Brian, talk to us now about whether you use stem cell therapy into muscles for myofascial pain, which is something that I commonly see in practice and can affect up to 85% of the general population. I have not, but a, a good colleague of mine just finished up a, a big study on vascular insufficiency. Mm-hmm. They're putting the bone marrow into the muscle around ulcers in the legs and, uh, say, diabetics and whatnot yeah. that have these open ulcers. And darn if these ulcers don't just heal right up. Wow. They're not specifically trying to treat a muscle problem, but by putting the stem cells into the muscle around the ulcer, the vascular supply is regenerated and they're able to bring healing nutrients to the ulcer and it closes up. Wow. I mean, that really is incredible. How about treating disc degeneration? There have been some encouraging animal studies using bone marrow cells and mesenchymal cells that have suggested that stem cells stop the degeneration in discs and promote regeneration. In fact, there was significant increase in the height of the disc, collagen formation, hydration of the disc, and a substantial reduction in the degree of disc degeneration. Are you doing any of this in humans? We are. It's experimental. I mean, we basically explain to the patient this is very early. Mm-hmm. They're desperately trying to avoid surgery. Yeah. They have a poor quality of life, and we've treated a number of them now. So far, so good. We have had patients that have not responded because the disc was too far gone, but we've had patients that were either post-op, did not get the relief they were looking for, or they came in trying to avoid surgery, and we've had some great clinical outcomes for these patients and helped them avoid surgery and get their lives back. Yeah, it actually gives our patients uh, another option instead of going to fusion, especially for a young patient. Absolutely, and that's a tremendous option to have available. And Brian, do you know that the discs have regenerated by a follow-up MRI? Yes, yeah, so far per MRI. Wow, I mean, that's pretty impressive. Now, do we know how many stem cells are important to inject for a certain condition? Yes, we have an idea, whether it's platelets or stem cells. Every case is counted by a counter. Mm -hmm. We want to get into the hundreds of millions of stem cells per measure. Okay, now, is that specific for a certain condition? Like knee arthritis. Okay, well, then it might be different for nerve injury. Correct. Yeah, that has not been worked out. And Dr. Scheipel, do you use image guidance for the injections? We do. Every time with uh, ultrasound or x-ray, we have both. And Brian, how long does the whole process take? From beginning to discharge, about two to three hours. Okay, and there are usually three treatments over the course of a couple of weeks. Correct. How do you know that the therapy has achieved the goal? Well, we're, number one, looking for symptom improvement, and we judge that at about the three-month mark. Mm -hmm. If they're from far away, we do it by phone. If they're close by, they come back in for a follow-up. Okay. At three months, they should have about 80 to 90% of the treatment effect, and then the rest of it will come slowly over that next year. They'll keep improving. And how about a follow-up MRI? We usually wait about 9 to 12 months before we look for any kind of uh, long-term tissue healing effect on cartilage, meniscus, or ligaments. Okay, we talked about getting stem cells from our own bodies called autologous, but what about getting stem cells from donors called allogeneic? There's not a lot of data to show the safety of it or the efficacy, but I, I know a couple of guys that are involved in research projects and are real excited about those treatment options. Something definitely to look forward to then. I know that you use stem cells over platelet-rich plasma therapy for more severe disease because platelet-rich plasma, that is PRP, is simpler, it's less expensive, but often not as effective. And by the way, how much do these therapies cost? The average cost of PRP in the country is 900 for one treatment. In our area, the average stem cell cost is between three to $5,000. Mm, not cheap. 
And finally, do you feel that stem cell therapy will be used to regrow a completely damaged meniscus in the knee or regenerate an injured nerve? They are working on that at university centers in a big way, and I think eventually we will be able to do those kind of futuristic surgeries, even in years of my lifetime. I certainly hope so, and I'm very optimistic that stem cell therapy will move medicine from merely managing symptoms to complete healing. Dr. Scheipel, it was a pleasure having you on the show today. Thank you for the opportunity to to speak to you in the audience. And thanks very much for listening. The views and opinions expressed in this radio program are solely the views of Dr. Paul Christo and do not necessarily express the views of this radio station and Johns Hopkins University School of Medicine, nor an endorsement by any or all of them of any of its content. This show provides medical information, not advice. Please consult your personal physician before engaging in any course of treatment or use of any of the techniques or products discussed on this show. Discussion of particular uses of products on this show have not been approved by any of the manufacturers of such products. To access podcasts of the show, please go to paulchristomd.com. That's paulchristomd.com. Aches and Gains is produced by Tom Blair and Ty Ford. Elsa Langford is the technical consultant and engineer. Dr. Paul Christo is the executive producer. Thanks for listening. This is Aches and Gains with Dr. Paul Christo.